It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Out in the cold, out in the dark, something's lurking at the edge of the park. People be warned, people beware, there's a storm on the rise and it's covered in hair. Hear him cry, hear him howl, looking for someone to disembowel. Claws like a hook, eyes like coal, feet so big they're gonna crush your soul. They call him Sasquatch. Welcome to Yaoi Central, or Manjika, which is welcome in our local Jara language. You're on 94.9 Main FM and you're with Sarah Bignall. This is the community radio show where we bring you the latest on Yaoi research in Australia and we delve into the vast and fascinating realm of Bigfoot, Sasquatch and cryptozoology from here and around the world. I've got a ripper of a show lined up for you today, folks. A few weeks ago, episode 52 and the last part of episode 53, to be exact, I had Jazz on the show, a fascinating, multi-talented and absolutely lovely woman who sees ghosts and has done since she was a child. Jazz is a nurse, a photographer, an artist and the possessor of a very special gift that allows her to experience things most of us don't. She sees, feels, and sometimes smells ghosts, both good and bad spirits. I caught up with her this week for another chat, and she shares with us some more of her amazing encounters with ghosts, UFOs, orbs, demonic entities, attachments, and other freaky stuff. Here's the first part. Check it out. Jazz, welcome back to Yowie Central. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Sarah. I I'm couldn't, excited. Oh, I couldn't <laughs> wait to talk to you again. So where do we start today? There's so many more things to talk about. Yeah, so I have a whole list of stuff. So today I will cover 
a UFO encounter that I had when I was about 17. Some more ghost stories of just, you know, things happening and channeling and energies, feeling energies and words and names. A big W ghost. That was funny. Uh, not, not really. He kind of scared me, actually. He's probably oh. the only one that's ever scared me. Yeah. And some orb photos that I did some experiments with. So well, I'm excited. I'm excited too. <laughs> you start with it, whichever one you want to start with. <laughs> okay. So um, let's do the UFO encounter. Okay. Okay. So when I was a teenager, I lived on the Clarence. And my boyfriend at the time had bought a – uh, Suzuki Sierra soft top and got his pea plates before I did, you know. So we used to pick up his friends and go fishing and whatever else. But this one night we he was driving and we had a friend in the car. He was in the passenger seat and uh, I was in the back. Now it was summer, really, really hot, and uh, we were taking Dave home. So we are going over the Harwood Bridge. So there's actually a new bridge that's just been built and it's huge. But I'm talking about the old Harwood Bridge before the new bridge had even been kind of thought about. (laughs) Now it floods there. That's why they had to build a new one. So it was about 1 o'clock in the morning. We're taking Dave home, which was about 20 k's away, you know, middle of the night, stars are out, really lovely night actually. And because it was summer, it was quite warm. I'm sitting in the back. We had music blaring you know, going over the bridge and we had, well, we're probably halfway across the bridge and Scott, my, my boyfriend at the time said, what is that? And I, I turned around and there were these three glowing orbs. Now (laughs) he slowed right down. There was hardly any traffic slowed right down and to to the point where these things uh, were probably about six or eight foot across, but they were an actual orb. Now, they were so bright orange and they were so close to us, I could maybe not touch them if I had a stood up. We were so scared shitless. <laughs> it, they had no noise. No heat, but I could see flames. We could all see flames. And Dave started to, to freak out. I started to freak out. Scott had was like in second gear by this. We'd slowed completely down. And they just like hovered above us until we got to the edge of the Clarence River. And one, because it was like in a line, there's three in a line, the middle one went straight straight in front of us and like the speed of light nearly and the other two went one down river and one up river just gone like that wow and we we still don't have any explanation for it there has been a lot of stories there's actually been a lot of supernatural stuff happen in the Clarence Valley but that was the most bizarre thing ever. <laughs> so you, where, um, now, where were the flames you could see, like, coming out of the- were, So, So imagine, imagine a basketball on fire but bloody huge and, and just I can't, I can't really describe the flames, but they weren't massive. They were only a couple of inches probably long and there was no heat 
there was no sound. It was just these bright orbs and, and just one just went like, just like flew in front of us. And then the others, cause we, you know, we, we were just in awe. And I thought half of me was thinking Scott was going to crash the car because it was only his red P plates and, you know, get <laughs> 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 crashed on, on the bridge. But, um, yeah, that was, that was the most, it was scary, but it was so intriguing as well. Yeah. yeah. And, and when I, like, in my later years, I've done a lot of research on, you know, supernatural stuff. And, you know, water is a conductor for spirits and, you know, they believe aliens, you know, use water for whatever or it's just an energy field. So I don't know what these things were but they were definitely UFOs. <laughs> um, <laughs> someone said to me once, do you think that they were, you know how people light garbage bags on fire? Yeah. You know, and they float. It was not that. I right. can guarantee it was not that. They don't move that fast. Yep. And and fly in formation and basically like follow us over the over the river, over this bridge. Yeah, did that. <laughs> I still have no words for it. Yeah. So how many warbs were there too? There was three. There were three. Three. And they were flying. So they they had followed us across the bridge, but Scott didn't really see him until it was halfway. But these things were huge. So they're probably eight, six or eight feet wide, but there were like balls of fire, but there was no sound and no heat. And how far it, away from you were they? Oh, I, I honestly, if I was tall enough, I could have probably touched it. Oh, right. So if I had a stood on top of the car, which was a soft top, you know, if it had a roof, I could have probably – that's how close they were. <laughs> right. And, like, we we were really bloody scared. But in the same time, I'm, I'm just fascinated with that stuff anyway. Yeah. Um, and they were probably – so they kind of were above us, right above us in the middle of the river, and then Scott had already slowed down and, and we were – like in probably in second gear, just crawling across the bridge. There was no traffic, probably crawling across the bridge. And as soon as we hit like the water line underneath us, one just went like bang, shot up in front of us and the other two went one way and the other one, you know, up river and down river. Right. And then disappeared. And completely gone, completely gone. Um, truck drivers have... I, I later married a truck driver, and he said some weird shit happens up there. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and people have people have seen a lot of orbs. It kind of reminds me of—is it the Ming Ming lights out west? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really know much about them, but a lot of people have, you know, said, "Oh, they're just, you know, one of those lights or whatever." But yeah, I, <laughs> it was just weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it wasn't anybody with some. You know, there was drones weren't invented back then, or if they were, the military probably owned them. Um, mm. We're talking the nineties, so it, strange. What did it what, really what, strange? Did you talk about yeah. it afterwards? Oh God, we we never shut up. Um, <laughs> no one believed us. Yeah, just crazy. It's, yeah, just crazy. And I've lost touch with them too. So otherwise, I'd get one of them to to come on but oh that'd be fun um, yeah i know i have to look them up and you don't feel like you didn't have any loss of time or you don't feel like there was no 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 because i knew where we were when they were above us and then 
as soon as we hit, and it was, it wasn't for very long because it's not a very long bridge. I actually don't know how long it is, but it's, I mean, the Clarence River is quite wide there. Yeah, it was from the middle until the side, to so the edge of the water. And it's like as soon as they hit water, they just went. And <laughs> we pulled. So uh, it's called the clover. We used to call it the clover. So you could turn, go off the highway when you go over the Harwood Bridge and you could go to Yamber or McLean. And we had to go into McLean. So we went around the clover and Scott literally just drove into the grass in the middle and just went, what the fuck was that? <laughs> um, and Dave's shaking. I'm shaking going, this, what have we just seen, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, we grew up with, like, Terminator and, you know, all those kind of <laughs> sci-fi movies. And I'm like, was it aliens? Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> what, what, yeah. We sat there for probably half an hour just going, what did we just see? But, um, yeah. Madness. Yeah. But fun. When I say fun, like. Cool. Uh, uh, totally cool. Totally cool. <laughs> <laughs> Not many people can say that they saw that. So, yeah. No, that's good. That's very true. <laughs> but oh, there is, he was a scientist. Um, I can't remember his name, but he actually wrote a book on the Clarence Valley and all the weird stuff that happens up there. And I remember um, we had spoken to Scott's um, grandfather about it who actually lived in um, in Grafton. And he said, yeah, I believe you. And I said, really? Because everyone else thinks we're mad. And he said, no, no, I do believe you. And he grabbed the book. I wish I had a I'll, – I'll try and work out who it is. I'll find out. Um and he had this – it was like a a journal of all this weird stuff that had happened to him. And, and I'll never forget Pop saying that this guy owned a property on the edge of the river and it was about 5 a.m. and he went down, um, checked cows or something. You know, he had property and there was all this fluffy stuff and he said they it wasn't bubbles, but it was like cloud matter. And he said he picked it up and it just disappeared in his hands. And yeah. and he said, uh, and in the book he said, I don't know what it was. And I ran back up to the farmhouse to get a jar. And when I came back, like to collect it, and when I came back, it was all gone. So this is the scientist in his book saying this. And Pop's like, imagine that. Like, And he was trying to work out where the property was and, you know, from details in the book. And, yeah, there was just so much. And I've got a feeling that there were yowies in that book, actually. Right. I'll have to get a see if, mm. see if oh, you can find I, out what it's called. Or... I need. I need to. I've been thinking about that for quite some time. That book. Yeah. It'll pop up. The name will come it, back to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, I had I had another weird experience. But I was laying in bed one night, and the star, and I wasn't asleep. Um, the star that I usually looked at out of my bedroom window, which was in my old house, it was really, really bright. Um, and I used to just watch it um, for some reason. I was quite fixated on it and the tree outside the window. And this night it, it actually moved down to the sky and, it, you know, the Nike tick? Yeah. Yeah, you know how that forms and flicks off? Uh -huh. That's exactly what this star did. Right. <laughs> so it goes down, and down, like it's a little down bit. Down and then flicks back flicks up and back gone, up. completely gone. And the, it's not there. The it's star. Not, it, it, 
you're the star <laughs> that I've been watching. Oh no, it sounds, I'm I'm not mad. I've no. been tested. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can um, vouch for you. You're not mad. I'm just fascinated because I know how does that everyone happen? Else, everyone else listening must go. Oh my god, who is this woman? No, um, I doubt it very much. <laughs> everyone listening's into this stuff anyway. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, yeah, so. So I used to watch, and I lived in that house for six years, and it probably happened two years before I left. And, you know, I just used to watch it. But I don't know why I was fixated on it. Every night I'd watch it, and the beautiful tree that was next to the window, just one night I just was watching this Nike flick happen. This is just the only way I could describe it. And then it never came back. It was gone. And it, I thought, it was not there the next night or the night after? No, well, it hasn't been there ever since, no. I moved out, but it, it wasn't there for like two years after. How, how old so, were you at the time? Oh, I only moved out of there in 2015. Yeah, right. So it's it's Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, how long had you been looking like there watching that star? Like a, a couple of months? That or? night? No, I just didn't. No, no, no. no. I, w- I used to be fixated on it. So I had moved into the – so it was like a four-story um, house but not. It was kind of split-level, really cool, really architectural, near the near the ocean. And my – yeah, the window faced west. And I, I don't know if it was like – you know how people count sheep in it, you know, to go to sleep? I don't know if it was like a meditative thing, but I just used to be fixated on this star and I'd fall asleep um, and that was quite for quite some years and then yeah this <laughs> this one night I was just looking at it and it decided to piss off on me and never come back <laughs> that is fascinating it's just weird what color was it just life, just that white no, it was just yep yep bright white star and it was <laughs> always brighter than the rest and I think that's why I was so fixated on it it used to move like with the other stars you know different times of yeah. the year but crazy I know but right. yep just just left and I thought oh okay maybe it was a star that died out and wouldn't you think it would just like not appear or something again or you could see it falling or I don't know I don't know much about stars but for it to do a Nike tick I don't don't think they do Nike ticks I'm not I'm not endorsing this product at all um it's not a paid advert (laughs) yeah I honestly it's crazy and I was not asleep because I literally got up and looked like went to the window opened the window because I used to look out um mainly of the glass section, I'll open the window and it was totally gone. That is so bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> and it, that, wasn't, that wasn't even on my list. Oh. Though, so there you go. <laughs> cool. Um, we might not get through the whole list, but we'll try. <laughs> I'll have to come back next year. Definitely. Um, <laughs> I'd love you too. <laughs> so what's the, what's the next one on the list? Okay, so I'll tell you about my experiments with orb photos. Now, this was after – visiting some family up on the Gold Coast and we were taking, it was the last night there, we were taking photos of each other, um, you know, um, me and my husband and then auntie and uncle kind of thing, you know. And both of them had only been married for about 15 years and they're elderly um, and both of them had lost their partner, you know, so they'd been married, this is their second marriage and they're the loveliest people. So we were taking group photos with Auntie Nan Nanette's um, little point-and-shoot 
Fujifilm camera. Now, I am a photographer. That's I'd studied that quite some years ago um, before I was a nurse, and I still do it. And I didn't actually want to use my uh, my camera for some reason. I can't remember why, but anyway, we had been talking about these departed loved ones, and I could actually feel their energy there. We took the first photo, and I went, "Oh my god!" And John, my husband at the time, said, "What's what's happened? Like, what's wrong?" And Annette looked at me and she said, "Did you break my camera?" And I said, "No." <laughs> I said, "Look at this," and it was. I zoomed in and it was an orb and I went, oh, this is because I've been fascinated with orb photos before and I've never actually captured one. So then I got my camera out and I tried to do exactly the same thing to replicate it and it wouldn't work. So I grabbed Nan's camera again and did it again and the orb was bigger and I went, okay, I have too many mirrors in my and lenses in my camera so I, it was too high tech. So I put it to the side, didn't use it again. Now, and it's funny that I took actually took my camera up. So we actually kept talking. I just, I, I didn't want to freak her out because they're actually Catholic and I didn't want to freak her out with anything. And I just said, tell me more about, you know, your, your, your wife and your husband that have part, you know. And so and it was really lovely to, to listen to their stories. And I kept taking photos. I kid you not, Sarah, these bloody orbs got so big. And she said to me, is there dust on the lens? And I said, no, there's not. And she said, what do you think it is? And I said, oh, I don't know, maybe Barry and I can't remember the wife said, you know, just come in to say hello. And she just looked at me so strangely and took the camera off me. (laughs) (laughs) When we got home, I actually recreated and there was like no reflection because I made sure that it was like a controlled environment when I realised and I started doing these experiments that night. There was no reflection. There was no glass behind them. It, You know, there was no doorknobs. It couldn't have come from anywhere because it was a white wall. So when we got home, I recreated it with John's family and they're really intrigued with that stuff. So, yeah, I got the most amazing shots, so mm-hmm. amazing. I, and they're on an old hard drive. Now I need to – I think I've got about twenty or 25,000 photos on that hard drive, <laughs> so I need to find them. But when I do, I'll post them and they're amazing. That would be um, great. I'd love to see we them. Spoke, yeah, so we spoke about people that had died in their family and – the more we spoke about them and the more love we kind of put into it, these these orbs got so big and so colourful and one was above John's mother's head and it was just it was it was yellow in the middle with like blue dots and then these like orange flames around it. It was amazing. It's wow. just and it, it's just energy. You're just capturing energy and because Mary, John's mum, same when I did the Reiki on. She had um, a similar camera to Nanette. So, yeah, I'm like, yeah, this will work because my, my, my camera's too high check. It won't work. So, and but so it was still a digital camera though? Yep, still digital. Yeah. Yep. Right. That's fascinating. Yeah. Mm. So, you mm. was yellow, blue, with blue dots, and what else? With orange? Uh, orange flames. It looked like orange flames around it, but really beautiful. Yeah, and I like I don't know much about orb photography. I, I mean, I do and I don't. I'd like to know if the colours mean anything. It fascinates me. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. And there were two and there were two two orbs in the photo or just the one? Um there was there was above uh Rod's head, uh, John's dad's head, there was a couple, but they would float around and get bigger and bigger. Now I don't know if it was bigger towards the camera or like sorry, closer towards the camera, like the foreground, or if it was actually um bigger above, you know, um above Mary's head. So there was there was a few different ones. But that that was the most beautiful one that stood out to me, but there was different colours. I, I yeah, and same thing, it was a controlled environment, white wall behind them, no reflections of you know. And it's when you use the flash, like that's that seems to capture the the energy of the light, the orb, better. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder why. I don't know. I don't know if it's reflective or. And did, has she ever? Did she ever ask you about about it again? Yeah, she's always she's got a very open mind. Especially, <laughs> this was after the whole Reiki thing, and um, Lil came through. Oh, with Lil, blah, blah. that's right. Yeah. I was just telling somebody else that story the other day. <laughs> That's my favourite story. It's I love so that lovely. story, yeah. Mm. The, the, um, the, uh, the pastry maker, wasn't she? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Sweet pastries, yes. yeah. <laughs> and she was getting so flustered because um, because she kept saying Lily or Lillian to me and Mary didn't know anybody by that name, but she, yeah, she only knew um, Lil, like by Lil, you know, Lil was her name to her. So, and she was her Australian mother because she came over when she was like seventeen, and she she boarded with her. She said she was actually closer to Lil than she was her own mum back in New Zealand. So, yeah, oh, that was a story. A, but it's a lovely yeah. story. Yeah, but Mary is very open, and yeah, so she was so intrigued by these photos. Have you do you see with, them? Have you, have you seen orbs since then, though? I always see flashes of light uh-huh. um, and then the energy of a person will come to me or I'll hear, you know, a song on the radio and I'll go, yeah, I know it's you. It's just their energy. I can see it. But it doesn't happen all the time. At night, especially when my friend passed away, you know, and he was visiting and I could see I could see him moving at the end of my bed, like an outline, and he was pacing backwards and forwards. So, yeah, I don't. I don't always see color uh, orbs. Sorry, I don't always see orbs. But yeah, it, it could be just like an outline or a movement. Or yeah, so interesting. It is. Very, it's just yeah. It's, I'm, I'm absorbing. I'm just sitting here absorbing all the information. <laughs> it yeah. is fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. I wonder what. Yeah, is that is that the soul of the person just there? That ball of energy is that what we call the soul? Uh, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the Buddhist belief that your soul is actually above your body. It's in your, you know, your chakra, you know, chakra field, so your energy field, but it's actually not in your body, <laughs> which is quite fascinating. Yeah. Um, another thing, talking about energies, I went up to up the mountain and uh, went into an old RSL on Anzac Day or the day after Anzac Day I was, my friend was working there behind the bar and I just went up to keep a company. I wasn't working. So we're there for about four hours and she knew that I had these gifts. And as soon as I walked in, I was just hit with this wall of all these really oppressed energies. 
And when I actually walked, signed in and walked into the actual um, main bit, I just went, oh, hi. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Okay, get in single file basically because what what they had done is the people of the town had put all of their war, uh, war memorabilia in there. So all of their loved ones, war medals, hats, their boots, like full personal items in this in this RSL for like a a display and oh my god I got so overwhelmed with with sadness anger like and determination it was just this whole mixture like a big toss salad with all these different vegetables <laughs> in it like it was just a, a toss salad of emotions so that was huge. I actually had to walk out and put, I do this, um, like an energy field around me, like, you know, like I'm in a bubble. Yep. It's a, yeah. And, but I could, I could feel them. And in my mind, I could see that they were all, uh, we can actually like communicate with this lady. You, you know, can you come and, can you come and talk to us? And when that happens and I get overwhelmed, all I can hear is just chatter in my brain. It never, it doesn't sort itself out. Mm. So I just had to leave the area and put a bubble around me and go back in. I was, I was um, just, I was just reminded briefly of you know that movie Ghost with Whoopi Goldberg. Oh yeah, and how she's pretending yep. to be a. She's hysterical. Uh, I, know, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was, but I was just reminded of that of that scene when uh, Patrick Swayze actually comes in and <laughs> oh, um, that's right. Communicates yeah. with yeah. her, and she thinks she's going mad. But I can, yeah, yeah. But, but I can imagine. I, I guess though, like for you, that must be. Is it scary when all of a sudden you get this um, line of people wanting to talk to you to communicate with you? So. No, it's not scary, but it's really draining. Yeah. And because I see them in my mind's eye, it's it's a bit hard to explain, but I basically tell them to line up. And in that in that sense, they it was like it was like a crowd of people going, "I want your autograph. I want your autograph," you know, <laughs> to a rock star or something. And I'm like, but it was really sad emotions and this anger and stuff. And I'm like, oh, shit, no, I can't deal with this. Hang on, <laughs> leave. Put this orb around me. And, um, yeah, I, I was just awful. And I remember picking something up that was on display. I actually wasn't allowed to touch it, but it was a wallet. And I didn't see – I make a point of not looking at names because I t- try and test myself out, even knowing, you know. <laughs> and, yeah, I t- – I, was trying to test myself with this stuff later on and his name come to me and I said, Michaela, this is my friend, and I said, what's, can you just, I closed my mind, I closed my eyes and I just said, what's the name of the soldier that this belongs to? And she'd rattled it off and I'm like, oh, God, you know, like, and it was just validation that it was me picking up on the right thing. That was a huge experience, but it's also good because that was the first thing I ever learned was to turn it off, turn that gift off. A lot of people go their whole life without learning that, so I can turn it on and off like a switch. I had a hairdresser at the start of the year, and she was new, she was English, and I sat in the chair and I went, oh, okay, and she just looked at me and she goes, are you all right? And I said, oh, you've got some heavy energy, love. 
And she just looked at me and she just like burst out crying. And I said, it's all right. I'm so sorry. She goes, no, I'm a medium as well. She said, they're, they're with me. And I said, sorry. And she, <laughs> she had all these attachments to her. And she's like, I don't know how to turn it off. I'm like, okay, we need to chat after this. Oh. Just cut my hair first. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, so that was so funny. She, and she, she <laughs> we, we, shared, um, we shared war stories. Um, <laughs> we shared experiences too. But she, that was one thing she, she never learned to turn off. Right. And I said, that's actually the first thing that I learned. Um, yeah, so... So how does and so she's she's going through life with these um, attachments, energy, mm, spirit attachments mm. to her who are sad, atta- sad energies or heavy mm. energies, and she she heavy, can't yeah. get them off her like they're they're just quitting yeah, all the she, time. Yeah, so her her grandma had passed away when she was a little girl who she really loved, but she was a medium as well. So uh, her name was Suzanne, the hairdresser, and I remember. I only went there twice uh, and then she moved back to England actually. So her grandma had this, yeah, mediumship and when she died, she became like a protect, like a, a guardian angel for Suzanne. So I could feel grandma but I couldn't feel the other ones and I don't know if that's because I try not to, attach, you know, tune into lower stuff. Um, but it was like I could feel her grandma with a sword fighting these things off Suzanne. It's really, really weird. Right. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Go grandma. Actually, yeah, that's right. So, and she had been told by somebody else that her grandma was with her all the time and she said she can feel her every now and then but she's more, you know, oppressed by these other. They weren't negative, like real negative. They were just sad and I don't know why they were attached to her and could she hear them hear them or uh, just feel feel this she she used to feel it um and dream about them mm-hmm. where i can i hear i hear voices and words pick up on names but i can also sometimes see and and, and i and i definitely feel their energy so you know i sat in the chair and i said whoa okay <laughs> right. i should have you know i should have just Put the bubble around me. I try and do it every morning. Um, <laughs> it's just a protection thing. Yeah. So anyway, I've been doing that every day. By the way, I've been doing oh, the, the, so the, the 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 cleansing, imagining that that white kind mm-hmm. of swirling light love coming down yep. into my head and swirling around me protectively. Yep. Um, Perfect. I've been doing it every multiple, like several times a day. I, I've been doing it. That's awesome. Good, just practicing. So good. Yeah. And yeah, grounding. Great. I've been walking around outside barefoot. Right. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> <laughs> that, that email I sent you must have um, must have helped. That's great. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's cool. Imagine so many ghosts waiting to communicate with you that you have to tell them to line up and take it in turns. That was part one of my chat with Jazz. You're listening to 94.9 Main FM, the best little station in the nation. If you've had an encounter with a Yowie or you've seen a ghost or had a scary UFO experience or any weird freaky stuff, get in touch with me via yowiecentral at gmail.com or via the Yowie Central Facebook group. Coming up, part two of my chat with Jazz. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, actually, my friend Dave was over one day. I don't really know what we're having a chat about. We're, at, we're having a cup of tea at the table anyway. And all of a sudden, this lady in this purple dressing gown appeared next to him. And I'm like, oh. Hello. <laughs> and Dave like looked at me and I said, Was your grandmother's name Dorothy? And he said, Yeah. And I said, mm-hmm. She's just standing next to you. She's very lovely. She's cute and little. And he went, He just started crying. Oh. I said, I'm so sorry, darling. <laughs> and he's like, What? How do you know? Like, how do you see this? I said, Dave, I've told you many stories. Anyway, from that day onwards, he's like, Really? like invested in anything that I see <laughs> or feel. He's like, you should write a book. But, yeah, it was really lovely. Um, he, I, I did ask for validation and I, he, he actually said to me, if she can tell me something that nobody else knows, um, that would just blow my mind. And I asked her and, and he, she did mention and it was, I think it was a, a little dog or something that was like a joke between them. And yeah, he started crying. Oh, oh God, love him. <laughs> but he was was he comforted or, or disturbed? Yeah, well, I just said they don't go, they don't leave you. Um, you just, I mean, their energy. I mean, according to science, energy doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah. So why would a soul, you know, and they're going to obviously be attracted to the people that they loved and yeah. you know be still around. So yeah, and he was happy with that. He was content. So yeah. it was lovely. Um, and he's always from there. I was always intrigued. How many other ghosts have you seen, Jazz? <laughs> <laughs> Lots. It's like a weekly update. <laughs> Not really. Um, oh, that's yeah. funny. I would love to know if my grandma or grandpa or or my beautiful dog or you know mm. the the uh, someone was there looking after me, looking out for me, and that would be a lovely, a yeah. lovely thought. I've never really picked up on stuff on the phone. Unfortunately, but yeah, honestly, they don't, they don't leave us and we don't always feel their energy and we forget sometimes that they're, they're hanging around. But I remember a medium saying to me who was really, really in tune said, it doesn't matter where you walk. There's at least 20 people around each person. Oh, wow. And I said, really? Like, um, and, and she said, yeah. Oh, I'm like, cool. <laughs> I've never really picked up on that many, but, um, but that's cool. Even um, when you go to the toilet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> then I start to think about, you know, moments yeah. when I'm uh, – your private moments and, and then I think I it's that. my yeah. grandmother sitting on the end of the bed <laughs> or in the bathroom with me watching. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think I told you about when we lived in that house where that guy had committed suicide. Um, 
you know, in that old in that old bank. And oh, yeah. yeah, we we would shower with clothes on. <laughs> oh, um, right. because we always felt him in there. And I I don't know why. It's so weird. Because I, I really don't remember him being a sleazy guy. He was only nineteen when he died, but I don't you know I don't oh yeah, not sure. But another thing, like there's water in there. So I don't know if it's uh, yeah, if it's some kind of conductor. I don't know. But it was freaky anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. That was the, that was when you were with, living with your sister, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 both my sisters, yeah. 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 Another thing, um my my good friend who is friends with uh Dean <laughs> J- J- was it Jason? Yeah. Yeah, Jace, yeah. yeah. He's um his mum and I were friends and she she's she was a lovely lady and she she passed away last year but uh Jace had asked me because I know a fair bit about um antiques and stuff like that. Um and he said to me, Do you mind just coming over one day to um maybe give me some prices or info on, on mum's stuff? And I said, Yeah, that's fine. Oh man, as soon as I walked into her little house I felt her and um, in my mind, because he, I, <laughs> I've sent him the last show, and I, I don't think I've spoken to him since, and I'm a bit scared that he thinks I'm mad. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but he knows the story anyway because I've spoken to him about it. But I remember him picking up some like uh, silver cutlery, and he said, or or I'd picked them up, and he's like, oh, I don't know where they came from, and I, I heard his mum, his mum's voice in my head. And her, her energy was so strong. I could have swore she was standing behind me and talking to us. And she said, Oh, that was my wedding present. That was a wedding present. And, and I just said to Jace, that was your mum's wedding present. And he just looked at me <laughs> and I went, um, yeah, definitely a wedding present. <laughs> um, to me, that was really beautiful because I really missed her. Like she was, she was sweet as little thing. She was Welsh. So, you know, can hear this little accent and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really sweet. So, um, you know, I've had little instances like that where people have, like, popped in to say stuff. She was actually around us for about an hour, but I never said anything to him because it was, it was quite, cl- um, you know, close to her dying. So I didn't want to, to uh, you know, make him upset. But, yeah, yeah that was really sweet. <laughs> does but, they, uh, does I, she, did she want to make sure that he didn't, um, that he kept things that were important I don't think she really cared she just I don't know she just she just answered the question Uh, (laughs) he was just gonna sell them to a collector I don't actually know what he's done with any of it but um there was other family members involved anyway but um yeah it was just yeah it was was really sweet Yeah. (laughs) yeah for sure another time um my friend and next door neighbour who we'd been friends for years, um, her her mum had passed away and they were really close. They were best friends. And I'll never forget um, on Sharon's birthday, um, she she had a picture of her mum and I said to her, just hang on, and this has never happened before, just get me a piece of paper and a pen. And I literally wrote down this this letter and it wasn't from me it was I was channeling her mum um and it was quite quite amazing yeah so um I I channeled the most beautiful letter and and it was like it was like free writing like it wasn't and I'm looking at the paper and I'm shaking my head going what am I writing 
And, yeah, so she's actually got that and it was really sweet. It was really personal, you know, and it was just her mum saying that she loved her and that she was always with her. Mm. And after it, it's because I, I literally wrote love love mum or love you mum and I, I kind of finished it and, and she's just looking at me. She just burst out crying and I'm like, and then I started crying <laughs> and I said, I'm so sorry. I don't know what that was. And she said, that's my mum. That's my mum. They're my mum's words. I know that. Because she's like, you don't write stuff like that. You don't talk like that. And I said, no, I don't. And I, we were just like in awe. It was like this. And she she was a lovely lady. She was a really lovely lady. So, that yeah, that was amazing. It didn't. So it didn't <laughs> feel like when you started writing, it didn't, you couldn't feel anything in your body. It just started coming out of your ha- your hands moving across the page. I, I was in control of the pen, but it was so strong that, and I knew it wasn't my thoughts. It was hers. Yeah. So, yeah, it was her energy coming through. I've, I, and I, I've never had that happen before or since. So yeah. that, that was really that was really special. Yeah. Special I remember, and freaky, freaky at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, I was in Big W one day, and this is the, probably the worst thing I've ever happened, had happened, but I was shopping and I'm looking down at the – the racks, I can't remember what section I'm in, and I could feel this, like, awful energy, like feel, feel like someone's staring at me, and I looked up and there was this guy, he actually looked like a homeless person, and he was just staring at me, and I just, I kind of froze because I thought, oh, my God, I'm in danger, uh, is that kind of feeling. And I was actually by myself. I didn't have my husband or my kids there, so I was by myself. And I kind of like looked down the aisle to see if anyone was coming up and I turned back to the guy and he was gone. Oh. Now, yeah, but it was a full body apparition. Wow. He wasn't real. And he was like, I don't know, it felt like some murderer <laughs> or something. Yeah. I don't know. In Big W, um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's really it's a really strange place. So br- br- you know, bright lighting. Yeah, you know, was it? Sorry, did you say it was during the day or in the nighttime? Yeah, it was in, in, the, in the night. Is in the day. I was just shopping. I've got a feeling I was in the kids' toy section. Actually, I don't even know if I had my daughter then. So it was. I don't think I did. I think I was buying something for my son for Christmas. You know, it was like that. I was shopping for for a reason, but. Um, yeah, that was that was quite it was quite weird. What did he look Scary. like? Scary. Yeah. Um, he had like sandy brown kind of hair, but he had had a really rough life. His mouth was shut. He had kind of squinty eyes. I am four foot ten. He probably would have been about five eight tall, but he was on the other side of the. Like the you know the the racks or whatever they're called mm-hmm. you know the shelving stuff, yeah. but I could see over it. Yeah, and he's and, and he's, just, like a, he's just standing there staring at you. Yeah, yeah, and I probably saw from like breast height up. Yeah, it was weird. And looked down for a second, and then looked up, and, looked, and he's gone. I looked down the aisle to see if anyone was coming, or like you know looked away, and then I looked back, and he was gone. And there was nowhere he could have gone. Like it wasn't an actual person because I actually had walked around into that, like into that aisle where he was and there was no one there and he couldn't have gone anywhere because there wasn't enough time. Mm. But that was a full-bodied 
full-bodied apparition. Right. Yeah. And that's unusual. It's unusual for me, yeah. Uh, never had another one since, never had one before. And he's obviously some bad energy. I wonder what he wanted. I don't know. Maybe they didn't give him his lay by or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I'm not sh- not sure, but um, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, scary. Yeah, actually, this that full bodied apparition was was foul, but this one was even probably scarier, but for a different reason. So. My my ex husband is quite a sick man, as in um, obsessive compulsive disorder. Sick, uh-huh. like it. It was very very debilitating, and he's such a lovely guy, you know. And I'd gotten up to go to the loo one day, uh, one night, middle of the night. I was half asleep and sat on the loo, and you could see through to our bedroom, like to where he was sleeping. And all of, like I kind of like looked to the bed. Didn't have the light on, but it. It must have been, oh, there's street lights. That's right. The, uh, my old house where I saw the Nike stick, um, flick, same same bedroom. So the, we had street lights outside, so it was bright, you know, enough to, that I could see him. And all of a sudden this thing sat up inside of him. Now, it was definitely demonic and I, <laughs> I'm like, I didn't. I wasn't scared. I just went right. You're gone. <laughs> like I literally screamed out, "Right, you're gone!" And this thing that sat up inside—he was John was sound asleep. This thing that sat up, it was like, and it looked at me, and I'm like, "Right." To me, um, that was one of the reasons why he was so ill with this debilitating, Ill, you know, mental health thing, and so I. I uh, did some Reiki over John, like, you know, finished the loop, went back into the room. He was sound asleep. This thing had like, gone or, or gone back inside of me. I don't know. And it's the, the scariest thing. But when I see something like that, I get really, really determined to get rid of it. And it's I was actually more scared of this apparition <laughs> than, than this demonic force. And I, I spent some time in the Pentecostal church. Yeah. So I actually huh, sound like a mad person. I was praying in <laughs> tongues over him, you know, uh, did some Reiki. Not that those t- the two things ever go together in a church, but <laughs> I have a, a mixed bag of assortments, you know, a mixed yeah. bag of all these. Um, and so the next morning, I didn't get much sleep that night. The next morning I said to him, we need to go and see the priest at the Catholic church. And went there, took him there because he was just like, "Are you serious?" And I said, "Yeah, like I'm. We need to get this thing out of you if that's what it is." And they wouldn't, they wouldn't help him. Hmm. So, in the Catholic Church, they do exorcisms, and they can only be okayed by the Pope. Now, they didn't think it was anything. They must have thought I was a raving lunatic. So we took him to a Pentecostal church and, yeah, they they did amazing work for him. So they shifted a lot of stuff. What did the demonic entity look like? You said it looked at you. Yeah. Did you see yeah. eyes and stuff? Yeah, it was, 
you know the pre- you know the predator uh, not the predator you know alien versus predator the movie it yeah, was the a- yeah. it was more like the alien looking thing but it wasn't it was like uh, it's really hard to describe but it was evil it was it was definitely evil and for me to actually physically see it and i wasn't asleep that that was pretty powerful for me to be able to see it yeah did it did it um, make any noise no, no. I actually swore at it. I said, um, I said, you're, I said, you're fucked and you're gone. <laughs> you're going um, down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm a bit like that. Like, yeah, for some reason, I'm really determined to get rid of that demonic stuff. Yeah. And like when I, when I do Reiki and I, um, I see things, I don't usually see lower level stuff. I asked not to be aware, you know, be aware of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is, yeah, this was an attachment to him. So, but they, um, <laughs> the pastor at the time that we went and saw, he was lovely. And th- there was a whole, a, like a prayer team that they go and, you know, do all this work with whoever needs it. And John was a completely different person. He still has the OCD, but um, completely different person after that. Uh, he, he said he kept feeling lighter, but the the, the pastor at the time, said what's going on and I said he has an attachment I said it needs to be gone and he he literally described what I saw without me saying anything John hadn't said anything oh really yeah yeah they do you know I don't believe in organized religion I don't you know and that's one of the reasons why I left but I firmly believe that these guys have something going on that's perfect you know (laughs) that's that. Uh, is is a healing tool. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. took it took about an hour about an hour and a quarter, I think it was, for the first one. And the people that came out, like the prayer team that came out just went I didn't go in, but they they said there's a lot of um stuff in there. So right. yeah. So they have they I wonder if they they're sensitive to the the energies and uh, like you. Would you, would you say that all of them were that were had gifts like yours? Like oh, totally. So yeah. So what do they call it in the church? Um, there's a special word for it. So mediums and you know clairvoyance and stuff is not something that they believe in, but they have their, their own term. It'll come to me in a sec. Okay. Which is literally the same, same but it's thing. a religious. It's a religious term. Yeah. Yeah. And they're they're really really switched on. I was at the back of the church one night and I, I, I kept thinking, oh, what they're preaching is utter bullshit. And I remember thinking, oh, you know, this certain, um, this certain um, like line of dialogue in my head kept going around and around. The pastor that was preaching just stopped and uh, stopped talking and he said, exactly what I had in my mind <laughs> exactly and he said I know that there's a non-believer in here and that's okay he goes that's okay you will come you know come to God or whatever don't get me started on religion but yeah it was that's fascinating yeah yeah that's fascinating <laughs> I don't know if I'd like someone with authority like a like a pastor might have to also have those clairvoyant gifts as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't believe it's the same. 
exactly the same thing as me, but it's very similar. Do, do you think? Like, do you think that that entity? So it's it's. Why would it sit up? Why would it show itself to you? That I I have no idea. I have no idea. Because then, then um, if it if it knew anything it's, it's, about you, then it would know exactly right that you're yeah, going exactly right. to come for it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I can just picture you in a you know in like, in like Terminator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is. Hey, and it's it's so weird. It's like, yep, this person needs to be prayed for. Let's get this bullshit out of him, you know. Or, uh, but when it comes to, um, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just strange. It's just a weird trait in me like everything else. <laughs> That's absolutely fascinating. It's, I would say it's unusual and weird, no, but it's fascinating. <laughs> and, like, people people must think I'm so bloody mad, but uh, I can guarantee you that none of it is a lie. Like, it's 100% truth. And it's like if someone can tell me why I have this gift or what it means or what these bloody experiences are, like I'd like to know. <laughs> um, I mean, everything will probably be revealed, you know, one day, but at the moment it's like it does my head in sometimes. I've got to try and forget that it happens. Yeah. Have, you read, I mean, any, have you read any of the um, the True Blood series by Charlene Harris? No. Oh, the, main, the main character is uh, Silky Stackhouse is a telepath. Uh, and she can't okay. shut – she, especially when she was a child, couldn't shut everyone's thoughts pile in on her. So she had to learn how to create a, a barrier and just to, to switch it off somewhat. Um, yeah, but right. she, But just as you were talking then, it sort of reminded me of, of that character and, and she was constantly being inundated with everybody in the room's thoughts and that, you know, mm. would drive you mad after a while. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> when you said that, it, it, it sounded like I, I had visions of Bruce Almighty sitting at the, um, <laughs> you know, when he he, he becomes God yes. and all the prayers start coming in. How are we going to file this? Like, oh. <laughs> it just says yes, yes to everything. Like, <laughs> and he, he could hear all those voices. <laughs> it's funny. A lot of people, um, uh, like Matt Fraser, who is a medium, and he's amazing. Like that guy really has this amazing gift. Uh, he he always says that he can that like it comes through as jumble, you know, and he's he's in his mind he's gotta go, okay, line up one at a time, you know, to try and decipher things and they send they send us like if I if I'm doing Reiki on somebody and it's a grandmother come through, I'll get like this little warm of, of actual like a little photo in my brain of of a little warm dressing gown or um or or a word grandma or nana. Um, uh-huh. If it's a mental illness, it'll be a squiggle on a page uh-huh. um, because that's how their brain was when they'd passed away, you know, like it's just messy. Um, and that's happened quite a few times in in, um, in readings and stuff. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's having to decipher and making, making them stand in line. <laughs> um, yeah. In an or- orderly line. Wait your turn. Yeah. Exactly. Take a ticket and wait. Um, yeah. Wow, eh? That's so yeah. interesting. Mm. I did a photo shoot once um, in a really old building and I kept picking up this name and I'd never been there picking up on this name. And um, it was going on in my brain for about oh, an hour. I'm trying to do this photo shoot. At the end of the photo shoot, I started walking around and there was these really old um, photos up the back of the um, the building and 
I love old photography, black and whites and stuff, and it was the the shopkeepers of this old department store and um, there was the the guy whose name it was keep going around in my head. I'd never heard of the you know, never heard of him before. So I pick up on names a lot. You picked up the name of the guy just from the photo? No, it was in my brain before I saw the photo and then the photo and, like, there was oh, yeah, um, yeah. both shopkeepers and then both their names and that he was one of them. <laughs> wow. And, yeah, and, you know, he'd, be dead for, he'd been dead for 100 years or something. So it was like um, it's my place, you know, like that ownership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I pick up on I pick up on names a lot. And that was part two of my chat with Jazz. I'll play you more of that conversation I had with her in a future show. I didn't quite have enough time to squeeze in all the interesting stuff that she shared with me. So stay tuned for that. That's all we've got time for this week, folks. One more show before Christmas next week and then Yowie Central will be taking a break for Christmas and the month of January. I won't be playing repeats during that time, but you'll be able to catch all the Yowie Central episodes on Mixcloud and the last few are on Spotify as well if you're hanging out for a Yowie Central fix. Stay safe. I'll catch you next week. Out in the cold, out in the dark, something's lurking at the edge of the park. People be warned, people beware, there's a storm on the rise and it's covered in hair. Hear him cry, hear him howl, looking for someone to disembowel. Claws like a hook, eyes like coal, feet so big they're gonna crush your soul. They call him Sasquatch. budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.